0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Fighters Walk podcast. I am your host, Corey Keen. What is going on, guys? Hell of a weekend. It's Monday. You may have the Monday blues. You may not. It was tough getting up this morning, tough going to work, but I'm here to talk UFC 263. It was an incredible weekend. Had a lot of fun. Went over to a friend's house for the fights. We were all jacked up for them. There was something in the air. 263, there was something in the air around this UFC event. And for the most part, all things considered, it did deliver. I really did believe that it delivered. Um, the prelims were the prelims were pretty good for the most part. I'm going to be honest. I didn't catch a lot of the early, early prelims, but uh, I did catch... The, uh, eight o'clock prelims and they were good, man. Uh, usually for uh, a big card, you try to stack your prelims and they delivered. They did deliver for the most part, but I'm here to talk about that main card. The main card was what everyone was all pumped up about, all ready for. And it, it was, it was a great main card. I, I had so much fun watching these fights I know a lot of my friends were hitting me up saying you uh, how you like the fight so far, and they they were good. They were really good. We're gonna, this is it, this is more or less a recap show. I'm gonna recap that main card, and uh, we're gonna be moving on from there, and then we'll be going into a fight night and coming up less than a month. Not gonna say it less than a month. You can see right there if you're listening to the podcast, not watching the video. I got Connor back there. Big fight coming up in July, if you didn't know. And if you don't know, now you do know. But let's, let's talk. Main card, UFC 263. I'm going to pull it up if you guys are watching. And like I said, this, this card was, it was fun. Super fun. It uh, started off, I, I don't know how excited I was in the beginning. Because if you guys listen to my first episode you, uh, you know that I had a dog in the fight I had a dog in that first fight And um, Jamal Hill Like I said, we, we've, we've talked before Sometimes we go back and forth on social media um, I, was, I was all in on my boy Jamal Jamal Hill is, is a hell of a fighter 8-0 coming into this fight and Like I said, he, he was going up against a monster Paul Craig, big freaking dude, man. He, he's a big guy, and he, you didn't know what was going to happen. And I did say if he took it to the ground, it could be very interesting. And, well, he, uh, he did take it to the ground, and unfortunately for Jamal Hill, I witnessed – it. potentially it, it looked like one of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen watching UFC. I've seen Anderson Silva break his leg. I watched that pay-per-view. I just recently seen Chris Weidman do the exact same thing and step back on it, snap his leg. They were disgusting. Don't get me wrong. They, they They were gross and very, very tough to watch. I do not watch them back, but I did watch that, and I did see those happen. What happened to Jamal Hill's elbow? Okay. What happened to Jamal Hill's elbow was something. I, I physically got sick to my stomach. Um, it, it was so gross. He, he got it caught when he was on the ground, and I saw something. It, it didn't look good right away. And my buddy and I who were watching the fights, we looked at each other. It did not look good. The, the fight could have been stopped right there. Jamal Hill tries to turn out of it, almost escapes. And I swear his, his elbow, something again, it, it, like, it like pops again. And then you just see like, oh my God, his, his arm is, it's, something's broken. Something is messed up. This is, this is not good. Please stop the fight. And then Paul Craig's hitting him in the head. And I'm like, what are we doing here? Arizona, what are we doing here? I've never seen this official before. Never seen the official, don't remember who his name or who he was, what his name was. But the the fight needed to be stopped, and it wasn't. And I was super confused. Eventually, it does get stopped TKO stoppage, and Jamal Hill's just left there sitting in shock, looking at his arm that is very much limp. It is not good. Everyone. I, I was thinking the worst. I know a lot of people were thinking the worst. You watch Dana White's post fight press conference, you come to find out yes, Jamal Hill suffered a very gruesome in, injury. He dislocated his elbow. Okay. He dislocated his elbow. Gross. They were able to pop it back in to place, and he was able to have full mobility in his arm that night, full mobility. He's in a sling. I've I've seen on social media. Uh, I saw he's having some fun playing Xbox, telling people that uh, he's still, he's still beating guys in Madden, even with one arm. Um, he, he's going to be back. I don't know what, what the recovery period is going to be, but he will be back. Um, and I just feel like I'm talking a lot more about Jamal Hill. That's just because, like I said, I had a dog in the fight. I, I, lo- I love Jamal Hill. Awesome dude. But I can't take anything away from Paul Craig because that dude could potentially be a problem. I think Paul Craig could be a problem. And you know what? He's on a tear now. If he wasn't on a tear, he's on a tear now. Man, Paul, Paul Craig. Like I said, big dude has a hell of a ground game and he could knock you out. He could knock you out with one punch. I know he could he, big, big dude, but that's, that's how you kick off the, the main card. And it left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Um, seeing Jamal get hurt like that, but to Jamal Hill, speedy recovery, man. I know you'll be back. I know you'll be better than ever. And I can't, can't wait to see you again. And to be honest, I can't wait to see Paul Craig fight again, see what's next for him. As we move on, we move on to the Maya Muhammad fight, and pretty much kind of what I expected, uh, very technical fight. It it, It went all three rounds. It was somewhat slow at some points, but I bet on Muhammad. So I was happy with the outcome. I mean, what's next for him? He's winning. He's winning, and he continues to win. I, I don't know what's next for him just because that, that division's crazy, but you, you have to figure you, you got to give him someone that's either ranked above him or very close to him. I don't know what exactly you're going to do with him, Dana White, Sean Shelby, they'll get together, they'll discuss it, see what's next for uh, Muhammad. And uh like I said, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good fight. He had some misfortune in his last fight against a guy we're gonna talk about in a little bit, Leon Edwards. That would have been a big fight. Uh, but then you get a legend like Damian Maya. You uh you beat him, unanimous decision, and like I said, you just gotta figure out what's next for him. As for Damian Maya, who knows? I know, uh, I know he went to social media, said he'd love to fight Nate Diaz. I think Nate Diaz responded and said he didn't really want that fight. Jiu-Jitsu guys, he doesn't want to fight another jiu-jitsu guy. I don't know, man. Damian Maya is I think he's forty. 41, 42 years old. I don't even know how many fights are left on his contract, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with him as well. Um, this, like I said, this fight went three rounds, and you know, it, it was it was a good fight for what it's worth. Um, if you're if you're the average fight fan, you're gonna be like, oh, that shit was boring. This that for what it was worth, it was a very good fight, and it did show that. Damian Maia, for how old he is, he's still durable. and uh, He's still in this thing. The only thing that you're starting to see with him now is he's telegraphing these takedowns, and guys like Bilal Muhammad, they're, they're stopping it. He's, he's going to fight younger guys, hungry guys. They're going to stop these takedowns, and that's what Damian Maia is known for. He's absolutely a magician on the ground. And guys are just stopping it So Kudos to Muhammad And we'll be seeing what's next for him Now That uh, The third Third main event on this card <laughs> the, the five round fight For no title Both men are like yeah Let's do it Nate Diaz said eh, two rounds five rounds It doesn't matter to me Well, these two guys, five rounds. They had five rounds for no title. All glory, baby. And let me tell you, this fight went all five rounds. All five rounds. And 25 minutes. These guys, awesome fight. Amazing fight. For about 40... 40 seconds of octagon time, I'd say. Maybe 40 seconds of octagon time. There is a sliver of hope (laughs) Nate Diaz was going to win this fight. Let me back up just a little bit because I do want to say this, being that it's called the Fighters Walk Podcast. Nate Diaz, when he made his walk to the octagon, goosebumps instantly. DMX, The Rain, is hands down, to me, my my opinion, one of, if not the best UFC walkout songs. There's something about that song. Luke Rockhold's come out to it for sure a couple times. And when I heard it, I was like, yes, this is that. I love this song. This is amazing. When Nate Diaz walked out to this song, I said, win or lose. There's nothing like a Nate Diaz walkout and coming out to DMX the rain. That's all I needed to hear. I was ready to go. Team Nate Diaz through and through. Now, the fight happens. Leon Edwards, he is a bad man. He is a bad man. The layoffs didn't mean nothing. They didn't mean nothing to Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards' stock rose in that fight. It rose. You could potentially say he's ready for a title shot. It's not going to happen. I think Colby's still getting it. But if Leon Edwards is not fighting for a title next, there's something wrong who like he doesn't need to prove anything to anybody he in my opinion is next for that title shot now on the other hand you got Nate diaz who cracks leon edwards with about 35 seconds to go cracks him points right at him i'm like nate you got to go man go try to knock him out let's get this done You got to get this done. He just couldn't get it done. But let me tell you, man, it's all I needed to see. So Nate Diaz's stock. Nate Diaz's stock rose in this fight. Call me crazy. Nate Diaz's stock rose in this fight. I said in pod one, Nate Diaz could fight me. Anywhere, and it'll sell. Can we imagine a Nate Diaz trilogy with Conor McGregor? Could you imagine that? Imagine the trilogy. Could you imagine a Nate Diaz versus anybody in that division? I don't see him going up to one uh, down to one fifty-five. Anybody in that division. I'm game. Nate Diaz could fight anybody. Bring the LFA champion, 170. Bring him up to fight Nate Diaz. I'm game. It it does not matter to me. Nate Diaz stock grows Saturday night. And I'm ready for anything. Now Now we got to see Nick... He's saying, Nick, let, let's make that happen. When is Nick fighting? I'm ready for all the Diaz brothers. All of it. From the press conference to the weigh-ins to the fight to the post-fight press conference when he's smoking weed, just saying, like, yeah, man, I'm here. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm, I'm all in. All in on Nate Diaz. All aboard because I'm on that Nate Diaz train, baby. And to be quite honest, I'm on the Leon Edwards train too. Watching he, he masterpiece. The fight was a masterpiece for Leon Edwards, except when he, gets, when he got caught. Nate was doing his unorthodox stuff. He was pointing at him, and slap here, just being that disrespectful guy in the cage, saying like, yeah, I got you. But besides that, Leon Edwards, he's a bad man. He is a bad man and fun to watch, fun to watch. So Leon Edwards, kudos to you. You get the job done. Hold out for that title fight, man, please. I know you're probably not going to hear this, but just hold hold out. Hold out for that title fight because you deserve it. And I don't want you to get some guy who's, Floating in the top five You get cracked I I don't want to see it Get Leon Edwards The title fight he deserves Because he does He does That's all I got to say about that Co-main event Another five round fight For the UFC Flyweight championship I said it Davison Figueredo is going to win this fight. He's too good. He's too good. The fights I've seen him in, he's so dominant. Brandon Moreno had different different plans. Brandon Moreno had different plans. And his story alone, man, if that shit doesn't, doesn't get you emotional... I don't know. He knew he was going to win that fight. And he went out there. And he won that fight. And he made it look easy. Guy who was picked last in the Ultimate Fighter. Cut from the UFC. Goes down to LFA. Grinds his way back up to win the LFA title. Comes back to the UFC And he goes on a run And he goes on a run First, first Mexican born The first Mexican born UFC champion How, how can you not be stoked for Brandon Moreno? How can you not be stoked for a guy who's worked so goddamn hard. Second, this is the second biggest fight of his UFC career. First one was when he fought Davidson the first time. Draw. Okay, rematch, let's get it. He made that shit look so easy, so flawless. Davidson didn't, didn't have a chance at all in that fight. Three rounds it went. I don't remember much of Davidson doing anything. And Then Brandon just, oh, chokes him out, and that's it. He's the UFC champion. I, I'm so happy for him. So I thought Davidson was going to get it done. I thought he was going to get it done rather easily. It went the opposite way. Brandon Moreno gets it done, and he gets it done easily. And now you think, who's going to beat Brandon Moreno? He's fighting so well. Who's going to beat Brandon Moreno? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see what's next for him, though. Does he fight Davidson again a third time? You have a tie. He wins in another fight. I, I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense. I don't know the flyweight division all that well. I'd have to do some more research on the flyweight division. I know Cody was thinking about coming down to the flyweight division, but he just lost to Rob, Rob Font. I mean, I'm in for Brandon Moreno, Cody Garbrandt. I am just for the star power purpose, the names. I think it's a good fight. Here's, Here's what I'll say. This is my hot take. Brandon Moreno defends his title against Cody Garbrandt in a fight night. Remember when they used to do uh, like a title, like one title fight a year maybe for, uh, in a fight night? Let's, let's, let's have a fight night. Fight night title. Free fights, main events for a title. I'd love it. Absolutely would love that. Figure it out I'm all in on Brandon Moreno now I don't care who he fights for uh, his, next, his first title defense I'm ready for it I'm ready for it So cool seeing that kid win man So cool It was awesome Awesome to see And Davidson Figueredo In defeat All class I like that guy too man I like both of these guys So Whatever happens next for both of them, I'm ready. I'm ready to see them fight again. There was one more fight, if you guys didn't know. There was a main event. There was a main event for the middleweight championship. Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Kind of win how I thought it would go i I did think Izzy potentially could have was gonna finish that fight that that's what I thought I thought he he may have finished that fight, but uh he didn't get it done. uh the most unanimous of unanimous decision wins in a title fight for sure uh he didn't lose any of that fight. There was one point in the fight where it did get a little scary when uh, Marvin had his back. I, that, was, that was the only part of the fight where I was like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then he gets out. So he was chilling after that, man. Breezed right through that. Coasted, just coasted. Coasted to a title defense. It was good to see Izzy win again. Get back on the winning ways. Because that was one of the big things. I wanted to see how Izzy would respond after his first uh, professional MMA loss. So to see him come out and just dominate, absolutely dominate, was good to see. I don't know who beats him. I know he called out uh, Whitaker again. Could Whitaker beat him? Yeah, maybe. Whitaker's been pretty dangerous as of right now. But that first title fight, yeesh. Izzy made that shit look easy. Izzy made that shit look easy. So they fight again. Listen, it could change. I mean, you can't take anything away from Robert Whitaker. Because he's a beast. He's a beast. But, I don't know. I think that's it's what it's looking like. That's going to be the next fight. Izzy Whitaker. Izzy and Rob Whitaker. So let's talk a little bit about Marvin. What's next for Marvin? Well, you give him a, a big name. Yeah, he didn't look great in that fight lot of 50-45s, a lot of 50-45s, but that shouldn't define Marvin Vittori. And I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to tell you why. He's a hell of a fighter, man. He is a hell of a fighter. He beats Jack Hermanson, who they were hyping, up, hyping him up. He beats Kevin Holland easily. They're hyping him up. Kevin will fight anyone, anywhere, anytime. So Marvin's not done. Marvin's not done. Do I think he could ever beat Izzy? Everyone has a puncher and uh, a puncher's chance, and anyone could be submitted. But quite frankly, I don't see him beating Izzy. But Marvin's going to be cool. Marvin Marvin will be gravy, man. I think he'll be chilling. So that's that's UFC 263 in a nutshell, if you didn't watch it. Most of my my viewers definitely watched it. And definitely had a good ass time watching it. Um the other thing I did want to talk about really quick was The dude who uh, seven-second knockout, God bless him too. His story's pretty crazy. I have to uh, look into him a little more, follow his story, but he's going to be out a little bit because you decide to jump on the cage. You're all jacked up after a sick knockout, and then you tweak your knee. I didn't see if anything came out of that yet, but I'm going to be looking out for that. And he didn't get a win bonus. Which I was super shocked I was super shocked he didn't get a performance of the night But it makes sense who, who got the Performance of the night I think it was I think it was Paul Craig and Brandon Moreno But I'm not 100% sure I Have to double check on that too That's that boys and girls That's the, uh, that's the recap The recap of 263 I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep this podcast stuff going because I love it. I love sitting here in my little office space talking UFC. Even if I'm not 100% right on everything, I like to fact check myself. You guys could fact check me as well. I'd appreciate that. Uh, Working on some guests. Working on some guests so uh, you don't have to hear me talk to myself for 25 to 40 minutes every time. So stay tuned for some guests, whether it be friends, whether it be fighters, maybe both, who knows? But we're going to get that in the works. Um, I'm going to stick to the schedule of Friday. I'm thinking Friday recordings for before, before Saturday fights, unless fights are on a Friday, but I don't think that'll ever be the case. Um, so I'm going to stick to Fridays, upload them late, so you can either go to bed, listen to me talk, serenade you before you go to sleep, or you could listen to it Saturday morning when you're having a cup of coffee, or later in the day before the fights when you're drinking some adult sodas and then I'm going to record on Mondays and I'll probably get the episodes out Tuesday so that's going to be the Fighters Walk podcast schedule for right now uh, thank you for the overwhelming love support for, uh, for whoever did reach out to me I really appreciate it Any ideas you guys have too, I would, uh, I'd love to hear them. Love to see what I could do to better myself as I continue to move forward in this process. Um, Because I'm not stopping. I'm not going anywhere. Fighters Walk podcast is going to continue to grow. I'm going to continue to have a great time. Like I said, thank you for all the love and support. Uh, this episode will be put out Tuesday, so stay tuned for that. I will post it on all my social medias, on the Corey Keen, my personal page, and on the Fighters Walk podcast page as well. Which if you don't follow that and you're listening to this, just go over, give it a click, follow. I don't post that much. I'm not very annoying. You'll get some reposts on my story. That's about it. Uh, And if you don't subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Fighters Walk podcast on YouTube, hit the ding. Hit the subscribe button, please. It's not going to hurt you. You have a valid email. You're hooked up to YouTube. Hit the ding. You'll get some notifications. You'll see my videos pop up here and there. I'd really appreciate it. I'd really appreciate it. And if you're a fan of the show, tell your friends. Not all my friends are UFC fans. Not all my family members are UFC fans. So they'll listen to support, but branch out. Tell a friend, hey, my buddy's just starting a UFC podcast, MMA podcast. Give it a listen. Never know if you'll like it. I'd really appreciate it. So once again, thank you for tuning in to the Fighters Walk podcast episode number two. I'm your host, Corey Keen, and I will be back. Like I said, I will be back. Thank you. Have a good one. Talk soon.